and welcome to episode 116 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Sharla. And I am Heather. And this week we are going to be talking about romance at Walt Disney World in honor of Valentine's Day, of course, which is coming up soon. Uh, but first, let's get into a little bit of the Disney news. Well, first of all, Heather, happy birthday again. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely. Her birthday was yesterday, but she celebrates for like a whole month. So it's oh yeah, I have all celebrations for at least two more weekends coming. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So, and actually, if you're wondering what Heather did for her birthday, we're going to be getting into that in our Patreon extra. Unless we come up with something, that's the plan right now. You never know during the course of this podcast. Unless we come up with something more exciting, because Uh, she's going to fill us all in. So. Um, let's get into the news though. Heather, you want to tell us? Because I know you're very excited about it. About I'm new so events. excited. <laughs> Take it away. So in Disney fashion, there wasn't much news released. We don't really have details, but yesterday, in honor of what I would like to call my birthday, but also California Adventures birthday, because they opened 20 years ago on my birthday, February 8th, they announced that they're going to be doing a limited ticket event starting in mid-March. What does that mean? You and I, your guess is as good as mine. We don't know. (laughs) But what I'm thinking and really hoping it will be is kind of like a mini food and wine festival, much like Knott's Berry Farm has been doing out here. So... Fingers crossed. That's what it is. And I don't care how much it is. I'm going. You know it's going to be overpriced and I don't care. I'm still going. It will 100% be overpriced. Because the Knott's Berry Farm one is about like $35, $40 a person. So you know it's going to be more than that because it's Disney. Yeah. I think it was $50. I think that's very I had a friend friend who went. I think she said it was $50. When they started, it was $35. Was it $35? Yeah. I think they might have... That number might have gone up as they went on. Um, so, yeah, so stay tuned for details about that. That sounds pretty exciting. Now, but, I mean, who isn't excited about this? Like, yes, please, let's get us back in the park. Yeah. Now, now there's all kinds of speculation online. So people are wondering, well, does that mean the Buena Vista Street is going to close back down? Like, because right now, Carthay Circle is only taking reservations through the end of February. Um, so is that going to continue? Is that now going to be – is the park now only going to be accessible to people with – tickets to this event i suspect yes if they're smart they would um open up buena vista street to anybody like they've Mm -hmm. been but then whatever this event is if it's the food and wine like i think normally those booths are over towards um you know gosh why i can't even think of the name of it but like the little napa valley area Mm -hmm. and then the pacific wharf um and onwards towards paradise pier or -hmm. pixar pier now um so that maybe they would keep closed to only guests with the limited ticket so this way you're just getting people in there you know safely obviously but you can still then have it open to the public and to the guests with the the tickets yeah so this will be very exciting i'm i'm pleased to see them trying things you know anything that gets the park utilized and gets cast members back to work like i'm here for <laughs> yeah the email said it was going to get about a thousand cast members back to work so like let's do it that's great why not yeah and if i get to eat at food and wine because it would normally be food and wine time anyway in california so if i get to go to that this year i will be happy yeah i'm sad though because there's no i know normally um california adventure does a big lunar new year mm-hmm. celebration which is this coming friday we'll be celebrating in my house um but uh i'm sad that there's no no lunar new year festival this year 
Me too, because it's always a lot of fun. They have yeah. really good food, but it's more about like the decorations and the, the dance party type parades. And it's just a really cool little festival. Uh, so that does it for Disney-specific news this week. We do have a couple of little Valentine's Day notes, though, in keeping with the theme of this week's podcast. Uh, so Morimoto Asia in Disney Springs is doing a special Valentine's Day chef's tasting menu that is available. Um, needs to be reserved, so you can visit uh, their website to reserve. And then Raglan Road be at Raglan Road on Valentine's Day. They are doing free pink champagne with the purchase of your uh, entree or dessert. So. Yes, please. Yeah. yeah. Like Charlotte said, you don't really think, think of, of Raglan Road. You don't think of pink champagne or yeah. champagne at all, but I would, hey, I'd be there for it. That's fine. Right. Me. If you want to give me champagne, I, yes. Exactly. I'll eat anywhere if you're just giving away my, the, the champagne. <laughs> and then we take Sarah so we get the extra That's right. Exactly. Two, two, two champagne. So, yeah. <laughs> Although, I, I, Sarah, regular is probably not your place with, uh, if they have beer and there. stuff like that. Yeah. In it. I yeah. Been there. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of places that I tend to <laughs> are off the list for me, but that's okay. Yeah. That's all right. I bought, um, back last year when things shut down, I bought a, they had a Raglan Road gift card thing that you could spend a certain amount and you got extra. I don't remember exactly what the amount was, but I bought one for my husband and then we still haven't been able to go. So <laughs> uh, we have a Raglan Road gift card and I've never eaten there either, but we, we have to eat there sometime soon for my gift card to not expire. So Right. Yeah. yeah. It is a really good restaurant. I enjoy it. Yeah. I've lot. been in there. I've sort of stuck my head in and watched yeah, the dancing for a couple minutes and then, you know, just to, just to see it. Um, but someday, someday I'll, I'll brave it. I just always feel, I, I just always feel silly going to a place like Raglan road where like Guinness is half the menu yeah. and then being like, I'm allergic to beer. Like, why are you here? Exactly. I'm sorry. Did you not read? Yeah. Yeah. It's an Irish pub. Hello. <laughs> yeah. uh, but someday I'll, I'll get up the gumption. <laughs> uh, all right. So coming up next, our favorite romantic activities at Walt Disney World. So, so we're going to try to do a range of things. So some of these things cost no money. Some of these things can cost a lot of money. There's a, you know, there's a, a range, whatever your budget allows. Um, but there's, you know, it's funny. People don't necessarily associate romance with Walt Disney World. But it's actually the number one honey honeymoon destination in the U.S. So go figure. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned. Romance at Walt Disney World. <laughs> Is that an oxymoron? <laughs> I think that if you've not been before, you might think it is. But everybody who goes all the time, we know that it can be romantic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even dating back to Disneyland in the 50s when they did date nights in the parks on Friday nights, you know, like the fact that I've never gotten to do one of those is one of the great sadnesses of my life. <laughs> I would love to. I mean, and I know they kind of brought them back like earlier or like last year, or more recent times. But I feel like it's not the same as like the cute 1950s, like little, you know, mm -hmm. sock hop type of things. I would have loved to do that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it. Let's start with. Let's start with some of the things that don't cost extra. And by don't cost extra, I mean more than you would normally pay for a regular activity. So this might be a restaurant, which you have to eat anyway. So, but, you know, either things that are completely free or things that are regular Walt Disney World activities that you would be participating in that you can just put a romantic spin on. Who wants to go first? 
Uh, I will. I'll start with um, you can watch fireworks from a lot of locations outside the park. Or, uh, well, you can pick inside the park, but it's usually a little bit more crowded. But outside the parks, such as the beach at the Polynesian, uh, the Grand Floridian, uh, the, even the contemporary, some of the places there, you can see the fireworks. So that would be a nice, quiet, romantic place to go. Um, uh, some good friends of mine actually got engaged during the fireworks at the beach at the Polynesian. So, you know, it's a nice, it's a nice spot. Yeah. And it does get a little crowded in some places of the beach, but you, know, you just walk walk a little bit further <laughs> yeah. a little bit further down the beach you still get a good view of the fireworks and you're away from some of the crowds yeah and if you don't want to be on the beach there's the there's those walkways there's the new walkway that is coming very soon to be finished uh between the grand floridian and the magic kingdom so there's plenty of places along the path that you could see the fireworks yeah <laughs> heather how about you i'm kind of in that same vein of being outside the parks if you just want to kind of steal a quiet moment I love walking around the resorts at night, specifically, usually more of the deluxe resorts, but some of the moderates too, kind of like um, French Quarter. Port Orleans French Quarter, where when the lights come up, you know, yes. at the Polynesian, there are little tiki torches, there are the gas lamps at French Quarter. It's just something, it, just walking hand in hand, quiet, you know, it's just, it's very peaceful and very romantic. You could find uh, even Saratoga Springs is beautiful. These little pathways, like you know, find benches, maybe looking over down uh, Disney Springs when it's called downtown Disney, but there's so <laughs> many places just that are just quiet and peaceful and relaxing where you could really, it would just be the two of you. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. sort of my favorite as well as at the resorts, finding the little hidden quiet spaces. Almost all of the resorts have them. Um, but Again, particularly at the moderate and the deluxe properties, for sure. Um, the hammocks overlooking, you know, the water at Caribbean Beach or the super secret second floor and third floor fireplaces above the lobby of the Wilderness Lodge that have these amazing cozy mm -hmm. couches. And, you know, they're like, you know, very, you know, sort of secluded and quiet. And so you can sort of hear the white noise in the background from the lobby. But, you know, it's still it's just typically you. just, just yeah. you and, you know, your partner you know yeah um, uh, animal kingdom lodge has some secluded places inside and out especially outside near the animals um mm. you can get some good views of the animals and be secluded and they've got some kind of off to the side little lounge seating areas too that's a really mm -hmm. good place to go mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think people really underestimate the resorts i feel at times or maybe they just they go from like the food court to their room or, you know, the restaurant to their room or the store to the room. And they don't really explore the larger resorts. And it's such a shame because they really are so beautiful. There are such gorgeous, you know, the gardening and the theming and the walkways and the lights. And it's really, it's, they're lovely places to just take a walk. <laughs> I think that's where the, yeah. you know, I don't need to stay at a deluxe resort. I'm just there to sleep mentality comes in, right? You know, like, mm -hmm. but if you did take the time to explore and see everything that was there, you would never be just a, I'm only there to sleep person again, because you, they're just so beautiful. They're so peaceful and they offer so much. So even just something as simple as I need a quiet romantic moment with my partner before we go to bed or before we put the kids to bed, they can offer you that. Yeah. Um, so we're, I'm just going to do the, the what I'm now calling the COVID caveat right now. Some of the things that we're mentioning may not be available right now. We're 
in our heads imagining a Walt Disney World where things are a little bit more normal. Um, so all of the things we've mentioned so far are absolutely available, um, but there might be some things coming up that may or may not be available right now, but should be returning in the future. So Yeah. Well, okay. So then let's talk about specifically things that you could do now, such as get a, get on the Skyliner at night. Um, and that's just going to be your party because they are separating mm-hmm. everybody. So that's you a could, great one. You could just ride the Skyliner around for couple of hours if you wanted to you know it's just a it's a nice quiet place nobody would really be bothering you so you can't really overlook fireworks right now but again you know it's it's easily doable during nor quote-unquote normal times as well yeah so let's talk about it so we talked a little bit about out of the parks what about like in the parks assuming that you're in a park um what are some of your favorite sort of little, little quiet spaces or you know um, places where you can sort of get away and, and you know. I love the TTA. Yep, <laughs> I was about to that. That was that's my, my number one. <laughs> when it's not opera, when it is operating, you know, like just when you give the little finger, like around again, please, like, and it, you know, there even at, at night it's all dark, but during the day you have like those like tiny little dark moments where you can like sneak a quick kiss, and it's so peaceful, and you just kind, of, especially at night when you kind of get the the lights around Tomorrowland and the castles all lit up. It's just if it's, you time it right, you can get some fireworks. Yes, it's just it's really special. I love it, and you're you're there in the middle of Tomorrowland with hundreds of other people, but it's just you and that little little car, and it mm-hmm. just it feels so secluded. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, Tom's Wonder Island. Oh, yeah, if that's open at night or even during the day, yeah, it's, it's not typically. I think it's not typically open after sundown, but like yeah. during the day, it's um, I think very overlooked for shade and a little bit of quiet. And, you oh, know, I love sitting on the rocking chairs the rocking out chairs. there. Like you know, they have like these little huts all along the river, so you can kind of look out over Big Thunder or over Haunted Mansion or over Frontierland. And oh gosh, it's just so nice. And you, like you could play checkers, and like you can have just a really quiet moment. Um, mm-hmm. you, I've spent hours there just staying away from the crowds and suffering through the humidity. It's just it's really peaceful. Yeah, yep. that's a good place. That's a really good place. Um, I like if we're talking, you know, nighttime specific and fireworks. I really like watching the fireworks from right around Gaston's Tavern, a little bit closer to Be Our Guest so you can see a little bit better. But it's just a really peaceful place in the middle of the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Always, like everybody crowds Nobody around. Nobody ever thinks of going Main behind Street. the castle. Right. Oh. Everybody crowds around Main Street, but if you watch from Fantasyland, you get fireworks on both sides in front of the, you know, in front of you and behind you because there are some fireworks that are shot off way up, well outside the parks, but you don't realize that from Main Street. So. Mm-hmm. I think okay. too, if we're going to leave the Magic Kingdom, because. All, I think all of the parks have the potential to be romantic, not just the Magic Kingdom. Um, I think all of Animal Kingdom is yes. pretty romantic. just because, yeah, Especially at, like, twilight. Yes. Like, when the lights kind of just come up through the trees and then the Tree of Life lights up. I love the Tree of Life uh, discovery trails where you can yes. really, like, wander underneath and get up close to the tree. If you see two other people on those trails while you're there, that's a lot. Like you basically have that place to yourself at any given time. Um, 
So I just, I don't know. I just, I love that park because it forces you to slow down and really mm -hmm. take in the details to fully appreciate it. So it's the perfect place to just kind of stroll quietly and hold hands and, you know, walk arm in arm type of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And at, uh, at Epcot, there's World Showcase at, at night is one of the most pleasant places <laughs> that I think you can go. It's just like, just overlook, just look at the water, just stop wherever country you are and face the face the lagoon and it's so pretty and it's just a really nice place to be you can grab a beverage of choice and toast to eh, anything you want <laughs> it's a life. Yeah, it's a life. yeah i love um i also really like spaceship earth as just like a you know a, a, a just a great ride to sort of you know connect and snuggle and it's cool and it's dark and it's you know it's just so relaxing, <laughs> you know? I feel like most people, like, I would probably fall asleep on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you're coming back down and you're just like, oh, this is nice. Oh, yeah, okay. when it goes backwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, All right. I can't, I honestly cannot think of any super romantic places in Disney's Hollywood Studios besides maybe, like, the Brown Derby Lounge is a nice place, but I wouldn't call it necessarily romantic. I like it. But yeah, I definitely I would struggle think. at Hollywood Studios. See, I like um, Echo Lake, it's a, especially at night, like twilight when the lights come up there. I think it's really pretty. Um, and believe it or not, I'm like, you're, everyone's going to be shocked that I'm going to say this, but I think Galaxy's Edge at night has the potential to be really romantic. And maybe not specifically where, um, you know, Smuggler's Run is and the Millennium Falcon is everywhere, but like as you're entering and exiting the land with all of like the foliage and the, you know, there's like little background noise. I think that could be super romantic if you want to mm -hmm. just pull over to the side and kind of sit there and and just relax together yeah 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 and we should say that these are things that we find romantic whatever romance means to you go for it like well you know yeah like, i mean you know some of the most when i think back on it like quote unquote romantic you know evenings i've had you know with my husband were not always necessarily like quiet maybe it was just because we were our kid was in the kids club or something like that. And we had the freedom to do whatever we wanted to do. Yeah. You know, that mm -hmm. sort of gives you that giddy feeling like, you know, Ooh, we can, we can ride whatever we want. We can, you know, <laughs> like, even things that are scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes I'm even there like with friends or something and it'll, it'll get dark all of a sudden and be like, Ooh, it's kind of romantic out here. You know, <laughs> it, it's just, you just, it's, At which point one of us to... usually says, I'm not kissing you, Sharla. <laughs> <laughs> Heather Heather would never say that. I was going to say um, I would just kiss her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's just, you know, whatever whatever that means to you, whatever makes you feel good about yourself in that moment. Uh -huh. yeah. It doesn't have to be in a couples or partners scenario. We just want you to feel good about yourself. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, all right. So let's talk about things maybe that might cost a little a little more money than you would spend on like a typical day at Walt Disney World um, some of the extra stuff yeah well I mean some of that is like where you would stay maybe you would stay at a nicer hotel if it was for your anniversary or for Valentine's Day so I think one of the most romantic hotels is the Wilderness Lodge I just think it's really pretty uh it's where I stayed on my honeymoon and I've stayed there several times. And it's just, it has this peacefulness about it that I absolutely love. 
I love the Wilderness Lodge. I think Animal Kingdom Lodge is also romantic. The Polynesian, oh gosh, that one. So I, yeah, I'm just going to keep going. The Grand Floridian. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also love Port Orleans Riverside and French Quarter. French I'm Quarter. more partial to Riverside, but I think they're both super romantic. Um, like you said before, Caribbean Beach has can be romantic if you're you know walking around the lake there. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah. I like the carriage rides. I think the carriage rides are great, not super expensive, but they are an additional cost, you know, and they have them at a few different places, Fort Wilderness. Um, Sometimes they have them at... uh, Fort Orleans. Yep. French Quarter and, you know. Saratoga. Saratoga. Um, Now, again, I haven't confirmed whether or not carriage rides are running right now. Um, So I don't think that they are, but definitely, you know, if that piques your interest, it's worth it. I've done the ones at Riverside and it was like it was the greatest thing ever. It was just the two of you. They give you a blanket like you could bring champagne on there if you wanted to, you know, if it's like, you know, you just got engaged type of situation. And it's just it's it's really sweet. Yeah. Well, another thing that I have not done, but would certainly consider would to be fun and romantic would be the Ampha cars at Disney Springs. Oh, yes. 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 Um, that would be. I want to do those. So at Charlotte, let's go on our next date. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if those are running right now either, but. You're going to do Wine would... Bar George and the Ampha cars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but I think also along the lines of the Amphicars, what's the most, I think the most popular, iconic, this is the first thing everybody thinks of when you say romantic, something special, are the fireworks cruises, mm-hmm. um, which are not operating right now. But I mean, you can get a pontoon boat for up to, you know, X amount of people, or you can rent, um, one, why can't I think of the name of the little, not the yacht, but the little guy. But it's like a little old wooden boat, and it's just you, your partner, and the the captain of the little boat, and that's it. And then you you drive around either you know Seven Seas Lagoon or Crescent Lake, depending on on what fireworks cruise you're doing. And then you park and you just sit and watch the fireworks, and it's just you. And I think that's so romantic. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. If you really want to go all out, you could book the Grand One, which is yeah. the yacht, <laughs> which is fantastic. Like you want, like you're having the ultimate date. You're you want to propose and guarantee a yes. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> so here's another clever idea that I came across recently, and I love this idea so much. So um, there is a Facebook group called Ear for Each Other, which is um, a Facebook group to support cast members who are furloughed or laid off. And whatever they're doing to make money when they're not working at Disney. Um, and there are, there is everything from Etsy shops to, you know, serve, like some people are doing grocery shopping services and people are nannying, some people are. But one idea that I found that I really loved is some cast members are creating scavenger hunts that you can do through the parks. And so it's just a series of questions and it's little details and things that you can find. And I thought, oh my God, that would be the perfect date night um, at Disney. And so, you know, they, I, I think you, right. I want, yeah, I want to do one really badly. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't necessarily need Justin there. Like I just, I'll go do it. By no, myself. I don't. Yeah. It just fine. sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. it, it'll be, it'll be our, our romantic date night next time we're all there together. Yes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's the Facebook group is ear, E-A-R for each other. Um, and it's just great. It is a wealth of resources and all kinds of different ways and things that you can purchase and ways that you can support furloughed and laid off cast members. So, um, and the scavenger hands is just one of the many, many, many ideas that I found over there that was super cute, but they have, um, 
they have people doing like charcuterie boards that they can deliver to the resort for you that I thought was adorable, like a little custom, like really fancily designed charcuterie boards. Um, and they have they have snack boards and all, all kinds of cool things that you could do. And especially with room service right now not really being an option at the resorts, I thought that was a great way to have sort of kind of like Something. a room service type of experience um, and support a cast member. So I really love that idea. Yeah, um, I, I thought of another play, thing that is relatively inexpensive is uh, a lot of the resort hotels and restaurants have live music. So like specifically the Grand Floridian, they don't have the big uh, orchestra anymore, but they ha they still have the piano. You can just sit in the lobby at some of these places and listen to music. Some people get up and dance if you want to do that. Yeah, I love that. At the Grand Floridian, there is nothing that makes me happier than when you see, like, you know, a mother dancing with her little boy or a father mm -hmm. dancing with his son or a father with his son or whatever. Like, anybody dancing just makes me so happy. Yeah, <laughs> me too. But they have the they have the uh, Enchanted Rose Bar there now, and there's some music still going on, even if it's not the live music. So I think it's a good, it's a good option for romance, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. my This is my number one. Uh, romantic thing that I like if you're celebrating a special occasion you just want to have a really wonderful time together it's Victoria and Alberts that's my number one <laughs> right tell me like that's not the romantic like that's just the most romantic thing you could possibly do at Disney in my opinion it's and no matter which experience you book because they have three different experiences um you know you know number of courses where you're sitting all of that but no matter which one you do, it's just, oh gosh, it's just so special. Everybody's dressed up. You feel like you're back in the 1800s. You have two servers just for yourself. I mean, it's just so special. And the food, oh gosh, the food oh, is the food so is good. I mean, the food is just amazing. And the food is so like, and the level of, of detail and care they take, you know, Sarah, like for us that have allergies, I mean, they're calling you a few days before, can you eat this? What can you not eat to make sure that they're creating a menu, especially just for you, because mm -hmm. not everybody's getting the same meal. The, the menus change constantly and depending on dietary needs, everybody has their own meal really that's prepared nightly for them and then you know the women get roses and you get like the banana bread at the end and it's just i i've never felt so taken care of you know it, it is so the nice. most special i've ever felt in a restaurant ever mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah hands down hands yeah. down it's and been i mean way too long <laughs> well i told you last week it's been exactly 10 years so yeah. it's time to go ladies let's yeah. go yeah and it's not uh, it's not a rush. It's very expensive. It is not inexpensive. It is very right. expensive. So it's very much a special occasion restaurant. This is not just a, it's Saturday night and we feel like going, I mean, it could be, but it's not something you're going to do on every trip. So if you're celebrating a big birthday, a big anniversary, maybe, you know, it's your honeymoon. Those are the, the occasions that you would go here for. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And it, it, it is expensive, but, um, if you're like me and you don't really drink, you know, like you don't have to do like the wine. You can do the wine add-on packages and things, but you don't, you don't have, have to. to. I think people sometimes automatically assume that Victorian Alberts, it's like, it's the chef's table or it's nothing. Like, no, like I went, I sat in the regular dining room and mm -hmm. had the best meal of my life. Um, you know, the tables are spaced so far apart. And again, you have the surf, like it's, it really is a completely. I also, experience. for me personally, don't like the chef's table because I don't, 
Like, I don't want to sit there and make conversation. Like, I just really want to chit chat. Yeah. I just want (laughs) to enjoy my experience. Also, because you are in an active kitchen, anytime that you need to use the restroom, they have to escort you. And I would hate to be like, oh, it's been 30 minutes. Can I, I I have to go again. (laughs) Can you take me out? So for me, that uh, that's not a romantic experience. It's interesting and it would, but it's not what I want to do at my time in Victoria and Albert's. Agreed. Um, but there's other fine dining restaurants as well that I, I mean I think have really lovely romantic atmospheres. Um, California Grill, uh, oh, I love California Yachtsman Grill. Steakhouse. Also, um, Narcoosies. Everybody, I feel like Narcoosies is overlooked when you're thinking of oh, where are we going to watch the fireworks from dinner? It's always California Grill, and for good reason. It's fantastic. It's my favorite restaurant. But Narcoosies is just so small and it's very dimly lit and it's very quiet unlike the california grill and then you're right there on the the 70s lagoon and they will pipe in the music for you so you can go stand out on their little private um private balcony you know deck area and get the same experience that you would at the california grill but with less people mm-hmm. yeah uh let's see what else Carriage rides, fine dining, fireworks, walkway. That's that. That was my whole list. Am I missing? <laughs> I think we everything that I had. <laughs> you make your own romance, everybody. That's how to be romantic at Walt Disney World. If you are on Seven Dwarfs Mind Train and the mood strikes that you just want to grab your partner's hand and give them a smooch, you do that. Then it becomes romantic to you. Better yet, time it for when the picture is being taken. Yes! <laughs> um, so anyway, so those are our, you know, favorite romantic activities at Walt Disney World. These apply to absolutely anyone. <laughs> you know, there is no, if you know, if you want to do them on your own, have at it. Like, if, you know, really, they're just special activities. Um but they're, you know, if you if you get a night, you know, if you're traveling with kids, if you get a night off, if you get, you know, if you're, you know, just traveling child free, they're fantastic. Um, I'm 100% going to do one of these scavengers the next time I go. By the way, like that's that's just happening. Um, so that's it. So next week, and I literally just looked at the topic and thought, oh, that's a good one. And then now I, it's completely gone from my brain, Charlotte. Uh, if, if if we could design a Disney ride. That's right. Yep. So I don't know. Start thinking about that. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, no, homework. <laughs> yeah, sorry, homework. <laughs> but the homework also applies to our listeners. So we want to hear from you. If you could design a Disney ride, um, what would you do? What movie would it be from? Would it be from a TV show, which I think sometimes get overlooked a little bit in the ride design process? Um, you know, or it could just be from your, your own brain, and then they make a movie about it later. There you go. Yeah. Looking at you, pirates and jungle cruise. Yeah. Haunted yeah. <laughs> Mansion, which we won't talk about that movie. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> so email us at info at disneyparkprincess.com with your ideas for if you could design a ride at Disney. We will also accept submissions for if you could change an existing ride, like if you could tweak an existing ride to make it, you know, better or more exciting or more thrilling also acceptable submissions as well. So uh, drop us an email. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, the Disney Park Princess Facebook group. We also have a private group for our Patreon supporters. If you're not a Patreon supporter, you can go to www.patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. And of course we are on Instagram, Pinterest, all of those fun things. Uh, We've got some videos up on YouTube and that's it. 
We'll be back next week. Thanks for joining episode 116 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. Talk to you next week. Bye.